Thanks for tuning in to the Godlinton Real Estate Education Podcast, where you'll hear from Glenn Godlinton, a real estate professional helping Calgarians for more than 20 years. With a wealth of education to share, Glenn will discuss the ins and outs of navigating the market and help you to discover details that will prepare you, whether you're purchasing your first home or investing in any property. The Real Estate Education Podcast covers a range of topics for both buyers and sellers. It doesn't matter if you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned investor. Glenn will provide insight and help educate you. He helps explain the process and will help you to make sound decisions around this major investment in your life. So, you've decided it's time to now list your home. You've spoken to your chosen listing agent. The meeting date and time is now set. What do you need to do to prepare for this important meeting? Well, there's a couple of items and documents you're going to need to get ready for the meeting. The first item that you're going to need is a set of keys for the lockbox. Please locate one set of keys that you will not need, and we will place these into the lockbox. These keys will be used by the buyer's agents to access your home during the showings with your permission, of course. If you do not have an extra set of keys, please have one set available that we can borrow and we will cut a second set from the originals. The lockbox will be installed somewhere near the front door, either on the front doorknob, a railing, or a water pipe, somewhere that will provide easy access. If you live in a condominium complex, each complex has different rules and a different location for the box. Many complexes now have a device called a Kreb Lobby Box. This Kreb Lobby Box is a common lockbox that is bolted to the wall inside of the lobby in a safe and secure location. It contains a key or a fob for the building's front door only. The buyer's agent can access the main condo door through the lobby box, then, once inside, return this key back into the lobby box. The lock boxes for each of the apartments are installed by the listing agent on the individual apartment doors. If there is no lobby box, the lock box will usually be installed on a bar in a safe and secure location outside of the building. If this is the case, you will need to also provide us with an electronic fob for access to the front door and the building amenities if needed. The second item you're going to need is a copy of your current tax bill. This is not the assessment, this is a tax bill from the City of Calgary. This will verify the local tax amount that we can enter into the MLS system. We can also verify any local improvement amounts that have been charged to the property, such as for sidewalk repair or paved back alleys. If you have a condominium with a title parking stalls, we will also need to get a copy of the titles for each stall. The third thing we're going to need is a copy of the real property report, sometimes known as the RPR. This document is usually on a large piece of paper and looks like a map of your lot. It shows the position of the house, the garage, sidewalks, decks, sheds, air conditioners, and fences, all relative to the property lines. This document will also show any utility right-of-ways and may show any items encroaching into or out of your property. This document is time sensitive and must be current. Current is not a function of date, but it is more a function of the accuracy of the document. If the RPR is only a year old and you have added items to the lot, 
Let's say you've built a fence and a garage. It is now not current and will need to be updated. We will review the RPR with you to determine if it needs to be updated. If it does need to be updated, we recommend that you talk to the original survey company that completed the document and get a price from them for the update. We can also provide the names of other reputable and affordable surveyors. Please also review our podcast specifically on real property reports for more details. If you have a conventional condominium, you will not need an RPR. If you have a bare land condominium, you will need one. All RPRs need a stamp of compliance from the City of Calgary to make them valid. The fourth item that you will need, if you own a condominium, you will need to provide us with all the condominium documents that you have. Usually, you receive these in a binder or electronically when you purchase your unit. If you had a condominium document review completed when you purchase the property, please get that out for the meeting also. Typically, the condo board sends some documents quarterly or yearly. Please also collect those. We will need to review all of these documents and we'll give you a list of additional documents that you may require to purchase from the management company. Maybe a neighbor or a friend on the board can get you some of these and save you some money. Some of these documents are also time sensitive, like the most recent financials and disclosure statements. Do not order any of these time sensitive documents until we have discussed this in person. Many management companies now have online systems so you can order and pay for these documents. The fifth item we will need is a copy of your personal identification, such as a driver's license or a passport for all of the owners on title. We will just take a picture with our phone or you can take the picture and email it to us. Email is better than a text, but both will work. Number six, if the property is owned by a corporation, please provide copies of the incorporation documents for this corporation that show the directors and the percentage of ownership each person has. This will tell the lawyers who has a signing authority for the corporation. Number seven, if you have any building permits for renovations that you have completed or that you received when you purchased the property, please have these out for review also. Number eight, if you live in a newer neighborhood and pay neighborhood HOA fees, provide a copy of your current bill. Number nine, if you live in a condominium, please locate the document that states which parking stalls are yours to use if they're not titled. Number 10, if you live in a newer home and have copies of any building plans or marketing material for your home, please have these available also. We will take copies. These should be left with the home on the final possession date. If this is an investment property, we're going to need you to provide us the names, cell phone numbers, and emails for all the tenants. Also, email Glenn all of the leases for the tenants. This should show the lease terms and the deposit amounts. Also, email Glenn all of the walkthrough documentation for the tenants. That is all of the documentation and items we will need to begin the meeting. So now we have everything we need. When we arrive for the meeting, it is important that all of the owners on the title are there to sign the listing contract. Before the meeting, we will email you some documentation and some of your neighborhood's comparable listings for homes similar to yours. Please review this information before we arrive. Generally, 
The first thing we like to do after we arrive is to have you show us around your home. You know the house best. Please point out to us all of the recent repairs and the items that you plan on repairing. Do not worry if your home is not in show home condition for this first meeting. We understand that in most cases, you are still in the process of getting your home completely ready to sell. After all, you're still probably waiting for us to provide guidance during this first initial meeting. We have a checklist that we will complete and we will also leave you a copy. After the tour, we will discuss which repair items that we believe should be addressed and which ones may be best left for the new homeowner. Please feel free to ask lots of questions. We are here to help and have extensive mechanical knowledge. Sometimes tackling these repairs depends on your own personal situation. If you are handy, you own tools, and you can do a bunch of the repairs yourself affordably, and you have the time, go for it. If you are not handy and you are going to pay a premium for the repairs, it may be better off to let the next owner deal with some of these issues and maybe sell for a bit lower price. Decluttering is always recommended. If you have items you are going to sell or get rid of, do so before you move. No point in paying to move the items you don't have to. If you have items you can box up now that you will not need before moving, do so. Pick one area in the home and stack these boxes, maybe in the basement or an unused bedroom. Please take a picture of the room before the boxes go in so we can show the condition of the walls and floor and prove that it's okay before the boxes were placed. It is even better if you can move the boxes out of the house into storage at a friend's or relative's house or maybe even a private storage locker. We also like to discuss decoration. Again, this depends on the home and the price point. I do recommend repainting any wild color walls back to a neutral color. Try to make the home as bright as possible. Update the light bulbs. Use soft white LEDs as necessary. We also recommend removing family pictures and also remove any strong religious or sexually suggestive pictures. If you have any posters suggesting drug use, it would be good to remove these too. We will also discuss the possibility of furniture staging in your home. In a lot of cases, we find that this is not necessary. Again, it depends on the home, the price point, and how much you would like to invest. We have had good success with sellers hiring a stager for maybe a one or two hour consult and using the seller's existing furniture. Typically, when the stager brings in furniture, you will pay an upfront delivery slash removal fee and then a monthly rental fee. If the home is listed for a number of months, this can get expensive. We only recommend staging homes with furniture if the home is completely vacant or if some of the spaces are small or strangely shaped and we may need to show people how to position the furniture. As far as major renovations are concerned, we generally do not recommend starting major renovation projects strictly to try to increase the price for the purpose of selling. Unless, of course, you can do these renovations for way under market price. Glenn will also take a look at your electric panels, plumbing pipes, water tanks, insulation furnaces to see if we need to make any adjustments, repairs, inspections, or disclosures. One of the items we have been recommending in some cases is a pre-home inspection. In this case, the seller pays for the home inspector to come in and inspect the property before it is listed typically with a price of four to $500. This gives the seller a chance to repair any items 
before they become an issue for a buyer. All items repaired by the seller are removed from the problem list on the inspection. This updated inspection report is then left out on the table for all buyers to see during the showing. We will even mail it to any potential buyers if requested. If there are items that we know need repair and the seller does not want to fix them, we have now disclosed the problem to a potential buyer. This eliminates the buyer from coming back looking for a major discount after they do their own home inspection. In older neighborhoods, some of the sellers are requesting inspectors to run a camera down the sewers to create a video to prove that the sewer lines are in good shape. After we reviewed the home completely, we can now start to complete the listing documentation. Typically, we sit at the table and review the contracts completely. First, we look at your timeline. When do you need to be moved and living in your new home? Maybe you need to be in your new home for the start of school, or maybe there's not a rush. Then we work backwards to determine the listing date from the ideal possession date. Do you need to sell this home before you can purchase a new one? Do you need the ability to own a couple of homes for a short time to make the moving easier? If so, you need to discuss this with your lender. There can be a lot of moving parts in this process. So we need to discuss and plan our ideal and backup scenarios exactly. At this point, we can choose the listing price based on the current market conditions, your timing and the comparables sold in the area. On the listing contract, we need to list any of the detached items that will be staying with the home and the ones you'll be taking. These items include items like a fridge, a stove, a washer, a dryer, window coverings, etc. If there are items you wish to take with you, we will list them in the excluded items section of the listing contract, such as grandma's antique chandelier maybe. We recommend if you wish to remove specific items, better to do so before we start the showings. Replace the chandelier with a light fixture that you are willing to leave. Out of sight, out of mind, I always say. This makes for a smoother negotiation down the road. If you want to swap appliances, do it ahead of time. If there are any items we need to disclose, we can discuss this at this time. Was the property a remediated grow operation? Was there a tragic death on the property or other ghosts? We can deal with these items specifically in a sensible and logical manner. The contract has a couple of dates. One is the date the contract was signed on, and one is the date the listing becomes active on the MLS. So we can sign today, and if you need two weeks to do the decluttering and repairs, we can turn the listing to active on the MLS on this second different date. There's also an expiry date. If the home is not sold by this expiry date, the listing will end and it will come off the market. The Calgary Real Estate Board requires a minimum listing of two months. We typically recommend six months. This indicates to the buyer that you are serious about selling. If you're worried about a long listing time and being locked into a contract, we offer an easy exit guarantee. If at any time during the listing, you would like to terminate the listing, call, we will terminate it, no questions asked. We shake hands and walk away as friends. The intent here is not so you can sell the home to a private buyer and cut the realtors out of the transaction, but if your situation changes or the market changes, we will not try to force you to sell your home. If you are not happy with our service, please let us know if we can correct the problem before we terminate the listing. This never happens, but the option is there for you. We will also discuss dower rights. Dower is only applicable if there is one seller on title and the seller is married or living common law for six months and you are living or have lived in the home. In this case, the second person may need to sign the listing contract or visit a lawyer in advance to sign off on their dower rights. The listing contract has a place to enter the real estate commissions. 
that will be paid to the listing and buyer's agents. Real estate commissions are negotiable by law. All different real estate companies and agents have the right to set their own rates. Some are cheaper, some are more expensive. Make sure you know what you are getting for your money, as not all services will be the same. You will be asked to disclose on the listing contract any material latent defects that you know about in the property. These are defects that make the property potentially dangerous to inhabit or would be difficult to discover through reasonable inspection. The contract is then signed and dated by the seller and the listing agent. Typically, we have most of the listing contract pre-typed on the laptop when we arrive at your home. We then make the final adjustments together. Once completed, the document can either be printed and signed or signed electronically. In some cases, we will bring a printed version with us to the meeting, specifically in cases where the printers are not available or the seller is not comfortable signing electronically or where there is no internet service. We find that most of our clients are comfortable signing electronically. We transfer the listing contract into the document signing software. Then we mark the document everywhere it is to be signed or initialed by the sellers or the agent. This is then emailed to all parties. Every party opens the document on their phone or computer. They will then select their own electronic signature and they can click to sign the document. Once everyone has signed, each person that signs gets an email back with a signed PDF document of what they have signed. The signing software is great, especially if we need to get an offer signed or initialed late in the evening, especially in the middle of winter. So by going through the process during the listing, it makes it easier the next time the sellers need to complete this process on their own. Once the, the listing document is signed based on the timeline and the listing go live date, we will discuss when we will take the pictures and the measurements for the house. The pictures and measurements will be taken as scheduled then the information will be entered into the MLS with the listing contract details. The listing will become live on the MLS as per the contract dates. We will also set up an area search for you on the MLS so you will see all of the neighborhood activity. So you will see your listing come through also. Please review the description, the pictures, and the listing details. See any problems? Let us know. The more eyes, the better. In most cases, we make adjustments after we see the finished product on the MLS. We will also discuss price reductions at this time. When do we need to do them and how often? In general, they say that if a home has been on the market for more than two weeks with very few showings or two weeks with more than 20 showings, it's time for reduction. This, of course, is neighborhood market and price dependent. We will also discuss your specific conditions. So what is the showing process of your home? The property is now on the MLS and a realtor wants to show your home to a buyer. How does this process work and how do we inform you? Please see the next podcast on the showing process. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Godlington Real Estate Education Podcast. You can listen to more episodes at godlington.com. For personalized support and help finding the perfect real estate property, Give Glenn a call or send a text to 403-829-9500. That's 403-829-9500.